Welcome to Groovy Soup. Groovy. A showcase of music from artists and bands from across Ohio. And your chance to hear something new and local. Here's your host, Paul Holden. Welcome into another episode of Groovy Soup, the show all about the artists and bands of Ohio and sometimes the friends of Ohio. I'm your host and chef of this mashup of melodies, Paul Holden, bringing you a wonderful evening of tunes tonight from bands you might have already seen because it's a Battle of the Bands themed episode tonight as we wrap up Homecoming Weekend here in Athens. We look back at what y'all might have saw at the Union earlier this week as two bands. We even have the winner of the Battle of the Bands joining us tonight, and uh, that's where we will start. And uh, both of these bands, Athens bands, you might have just seen uh, them at the Union, of course, and this band ended up winning the whole dang thing. This is La Vendula, and this is their track, Can't Wait. Can't Wait by Lavandula, and uh, this group is uh, just getting started in Athens and uh, has a lot ahead of them, but are really happy to see all the music going on in Athens. We learn more about Lavandula right now. The champs are in the building, folks. We got the winner of ACRN's Battle of the Bands. If you were just at Battle of the Bands earlier this week, 
We got the winners on here. We got Lavandula joining us. The whole crew here all crammed in <laughs> to a double dorm room there on the campus of Ohio University. A great flashback here on Homecoming Weekend as well. Thank you all so much for the time. Thank you. Thank you for having us. Absolutely wonderful. If uh, you guys could just pass the mic, if you're going to like dive into some stuff, you'll just sound a little bit better, but that was cool. Um, I have every show start off by having our artists introduce themselves and telling us a little bit about what they do. So the floor is yours. Cool. So yeah, like you said, we're Lavendula. Uh, we're all just students here, uh, mostly just sophomores, except for Wyatt, our drummer. He's a freshman. Uh, yeah, we all just met freshman year. We dormed in the same uh, hall, which was the fine arts hall. Um, so everywhere you went, someone played an instrument. Uh, me and Landon roomed together the first day, and we opened our door, just started playing guitar. And uh, Zach came in. Checked it out. Yeah, checked it out, started playing with us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we all just started jamming together. And Joey, we met a few days later. Uh, Joey's a musical theater kid, so he was really good at singing and uh, really good at playing fingerstyle guitar. So we all just started playing together. And then um, we all, I guess, formed a band second semester. Um, this this band at least we formed second semester and uh then this summer we didn't have a drummer uh so we got wyatt landon's friend from home who happened to be going to ou so that's kind of how we started yeah absolutely awesome i i love i mean that's the classic college story you know you just right. uh the open your door jam out and i'm curious though for you guys coming to a place like athens and i'm sure you all said fine arts so i'm I'm sure been playing music and involved uh growing up in your in your own hometowns but you come to a place like athens there's a stage like the union there's open mics all the time what was that like for you guys as uh artists and musicians uh coming to a place like athens I, I I think I speak for everybody saying that like it was a it was a very welcoming environment considering we're more of like a a, a, a fine art school you know we have lots of lots of qualities that give us um, give us places to play places to watch it's, it's like there's there's pretty much always music going on and with most of us being involved in either music production musical theater or um, fine arts in general it's it's always a very handy thing and it's it's very nice to be surrounded by it all the time. I think also, I mean, it was very different for me. I didn't, where I came from, I didn't really have like a local music scene. It was kind of um, just, I would listen to people on the on the radio, like big bands and big artists. But coming here is a very different, uh, like seeing like all the local bands going to the union on the weekend and like seeing shows. And it, it is, it is a very, it's a tight knit little cool community. So it's, it's, yeah, fun to be part of. What's the difference between fine art, quote unquote, like some like what you guys like kind of have studied or where you come from versus just kind of like a DIY rock and roll scene? And, and what are the similarities? Obviously, there's a lot of differences. No one's out there wearing tuxes and playing in like 30 piece orchestras there in someone's basement yet, I guess, honestly, that sounds like something that somebody would do in Athens, but I'm just curious, what have you learned from fine arts and taking that into this music and kind of uh, vice versa? What, what do people take from rock and roll and bring to, to the fine arts? So a lot of us, um, I mean, like Landon has been playing since he's six, right? If I'm not wrong, why it's been playing since he's super young. Zach's been playing piano for a long time. Joe's been singing for a long time. Um, but I guess like fine arts is such a broad term um, because I'm a music production major and it's fine arts. Technically you could say, 
uh, and Joey's a musical theater major. So it's, it's very broad, but um, I just think being around people that are, that are creative in that fine arts way, if you could say that um, really helped kind of warm up to the community and the, the whole music scene in Athens by itself. So. I also, I also think like coming from high school where a lot of classes were more focused on the gen eds and um, the, the basic subjects that you would typically go on coming to a school where if I, if I'm a major, I like, I, I, I'm, I have a, I have a study in like jazz, jazz piano. So I have a lot of classes that involve like impro improvisational skills, oral skills, ear training, and all that's helped me to adapt to like most um most music I, i'd like to say and i think i think also again with being surrounded being surrounded by it um in the school the school of at least the school of music landon and i are both in it um it, it's just i think it's very helpful and you gain a lot from being around a lot of people that do the same thing more from lavandula next here on groovy soup this is Groovy Soup on Power 105. This is Groovy Soup on Power 105. Welcome back into Groovy Soup. Another track from your Battle of the Bands winner, Lavandula, up next. This one's called Colors of Love.
That was Colors of Love by Lavandula, and we got lots more in our interview right now. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's uh, I'm I'm kind of one of those people where I need to learn by being around people. I need to learn by doing it. When I was doing radio, the best stuff for me was classes were good and important. Absolutely, you got to do that stuff. But I needed to see the equipment. I needed to press the buttons, and I needed to mess up live on air, which has happened a lot of times uh, in uh, throughout what I I've been doing. But Let's talk about the fun stuff. You're on the stage this weekend. It's a big weekend in Athens. The Battle of the Bands. I, I actually uh, were uh, it's a it's a little bit of a Battle of Bands soup. I had uh, laughing chimes on as well uh, for for soup uh, today. And uh, just tell me about Battle of the Bands. It, it's it's I love it because it's something that feels straight out of a movie to me, uh, you know, where it's the classic, you know, it, it's a competition. Sure. Obviously you guys want to win, but it's also kind of a cool place where it's here's five local bands, like right here, Athens, sophomores, freshmen, you know, juniors or, or townies and everything. I, I think it, it it's a really, really cool event. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I'm Wyatt, uh, <laughs> by the way. And uh, I mean, I've only been here for a few months. I'm a freshman. So um, just a couple months in, seeing Battle of the Bands and all the stuff that we've played so far. I mean, yes, you said, yeah, it's a competition, but seeing that kind of sense of community with bands from all across the board, kind of age-wise, um, and yeah, it's it's really cool just, you know, meeting new people and, and just seeing that sense of community that uh, I think music provides, um, especially here in Athens. But yeah, I thought it was really interesting just to see um, just how much like it can um, bring to the community. I know as well, like um, winning wasn't like a huge goal of ours. Like we still like are a generally 
new band in Athens. So we just kind of want to keep getting our name out. And we know we already like made a lot of friends there, like with Laughing Chimes. We're planning a show with them next semester with a Cleveland band, if I'm not wrong. So it's like, um, and we loved all the bands there. We yeah, were, were super, great. yeah. yeah. We were like, we we played a show a, a couple weeks ago. Right, great competition. We played a show a couple weeks ago with Topped Off. And they're our good friends. Like, we love them. Like, so every single band, like, really blew us away. Um, so at the end of the day, we genuinely, genuinely wanted to go there to, to have fun. Um, yeah, and the, and the goal was reached. It was, a, it was a fun night indeed. How important is it to have a place like the Union and, and other open stages just in Athens? I mean, you already mentioned not having much of a local scene. Uh, you're, you're, why, you're coming here. You're a freshman. You're, you're getting to experience all. For you guys, how, how important is it to have places like the Union that don't have that hard limit of you got to be 21 up to come perform here and do all this stuff? I mean, obviously, there are those type of shows at the Union. But, but still, I mean, I, I just I've always really appreciated what the venues in Athens do for our artists. Yeah, it is really just like a, it feels like a great place. I mean, it's super, super like welcoming, welcoming space. And I mean, everyone just goes there on the weekends and has a good time. I mean, it's, that's, that's what you go there to do. Just listen to some music and have a good time and um, meet people who are into the same kind of stuff as you. And um, I think it's, it's just a, a really cool place um, to have like a, a little community. It, it is kind of like a little community right there. And within the bands and, and the people who go to the union just to listen to music um, and dance, it's just it's just a great time. Awesome. Yeah. I also think like um, the people, the people who have a, a, a live, a live venue in town are very like very close with each other. Like I know I have friends that have, have played at like Casa Nueva, um, front room, um, the union, like there's, there's a, there's a lot of, there's donkey, there's, there's so many, yeah, the skull, there's, there's so many places. And I think being in a, in a town that's, that's more focused on the town than it is like the areas around it, you get a lot more action and you get, you get more personal, uh, personal accountability with people, you know? And I, I think that's something that we all appreciate a lot is that it's very easy to like, me and get our name out there yeah absolutely and i mean it's really cool for you guys to already be this established with so much time left in athens i think one of the things that is kind of hard about being an athens band is that the college time goes by you know pretty quick i don't want to bum you guys out but it is just that reality of what does this turn into it kind of get kind of starts coming on a little bit faster, but you guys are just scratching the surface. I mean, you, you why it hasn't even experienced Halloween yet there in, in Athens yet. So, I mean, that that's, there's, there's still plenty to, to come and, and, and that kind of leads right into my next question. We heard the two singles tonight. We've heard the jams. What is next for the band? Is it a focus on live stuff here throughout the semester and then get into recording stuff? What, what can we expect? Well, so in the next, uh, like we're going to in the next few weeks or so, we're just going to take some time like away, like not do any like live shows. Just take some time to like write and like get a bunch of new originals down. And yeah, we just want to have we, like, wanna... we just kind of want to have a wider uh, array of things that we can play. You know, I feel mm -hmm. like we've we've had th uh, three live gigs in the last like few few weeks. Like, yeah. yeah. And it's um, and we've played a lot of the same songs and they're fun and people like them and and it's great. But I think we just want to have more um, 
we just want to have more stuff that we can kind of move around. Like, let's throw this in there. Let's throw this in there. Right. Yeah. Instead of like playing like the same old set every time we want to take some time to like get something new, like yeah. specifically originals, I'd say. Yeah. Cause we want to challenge ourselves the most and learning covers is a great thing. Like for Battle of the Bands, we threw a couple like crowd pleasers in there, um, which people loved. Um, but there's a difference between a good band of five people and a good musician or good five musicians playing together. Uh, and I think good five musicians can all play a, good, a great cover together. But when it starts getting down to writing, uh, composing, organizing, recording even that's when you really grow as a band and i think that's what we're really trying to get to and i'd like uh, to say i'd like to say we we have a lot of ideas in store that are ready to be almost almost too many ideas that are are ready to be explored and put down it's just a matter of time and i don't think we've gotten a lot of time the last few weeks considering our live shows and just personal schedules obviously but yeah. we definitely have the material to be improved upon you know mm -hmm. i'd like to say so it, it very very shortly i'd like I'd, I'd i'd say we're all in agreement to probably be pushing towards making like an album of some kind pretty soon love it i love that i mean i and, and i absolutely liked uh, you know taking that approach where you know that you need to take a step away from the stuff that the fun stuff the shows and all that stuff to know that you got to build out a little bit more of the repertoire i think that's the right way to handle it Lavendula, the winners of the ACRN Battle of the Bands, getting ready to take, uh, uh, we're going to wind things down here. Uh, where should everyone go to stay up to date with the bands? Where where can they know uh, when the next music is dropping, when the next live show is? Where should they go? So uh, we have a few places. If you go to our Instagram, uh, just under the tag, um, Lavendula Band, L-A-V-A-N-D-U-L-A -A -A Band, no space. Um, you can just follow us there. That's the best place. We post updates there. We have a link tree in our bio that has our Spotify, Apple Music, Bandcamp, uh, TikTok that we just made. Yeah, <laughs> that's how. Yeah, we made that yesterday. That's how people blow Nothing up. Nothing on it yet. Nothing on it yet. So don't <laughs> don't expect much. But um, that's where you get all of our updates, all the posters for the show, um, and just stupid little clips that we post from our rehearsing. Fun little things to keep our uh, friends and people that follow the band involved. So, yeah, I think the, the Instagram is the first place. Um, making a Facebook soon for the, um, the older audience or the younger. I like Facebook. <laughs> That's true. Everyone's got I've heard a lot now. Of the uh, what is what is the role of Facebook now? It used to be the key thing. And now it's like, eh, what do we do with it? But my final question for you all now, the name of the show is Groovy Soup. I ask you all now, what is your favorite type of soup? Ooh, that's a good question. Oh, um, that is tough. That is tough. Um, I might have to go with. I'm gonna come back to me. <laughs> All right, we're gonna we're gonna get back to Joey. I, Landon said it. There's nothing better than a good old broccoli cheddar soup. Mm. I'm a French onion soup guy. Okay, I think, I think it's very. Oh, yeah, those were my, my top two you guys just mentioned. French onion and, and broccoli cheddar are always great, but also like a nice simple tomato soup is always good. Got my answer. Chicken tortilla all the way. All right. Best soup. We got broccoli cheddar, chicken tortilla. We going, uh, We got any extra here? 
Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm broccoli cheddar all the way. I even Big, though I'm lactose intolerant, but I, that that's that's how much you if you if you're lactose intolerant, broccoli and cheddar is still your favorite soup. That, that, right that's there. some uh, yeah, that's a lot of commitment. That's yeah. a commitment for sure. Lavandula, thank you so much for joining me. Thank you for the time. Congratulations again, and uh, best of luck with everything going forward. Thank you so much for having thank us. Having us. Thank, thank you, yeah. Paul. Yes, thank you. Up next, more Athens music. Keep it here. This is Groovy Soup on Power 105. This is Groovy Soup on Power 105. Welcome back into Groovy Soup, a Battle of the Bands edition of Groovy Soup. And our next artist, also from Athens, also was at Battle of the Bands and had a grand old time. It's the Laughing Chimes up next. And here's their track, Try to Change My Mind. That 
was Try to Change My Mind by The Laughing Chimes. We got to learn more about this group and actually got to catch up with an old Groovy Soup alum. Check it out. We catch up with an old friend with a new project from a solo artist now into a project with his brother, a little family affair here on Groovy Soup. The Laughing Chimes joins us tonight. Thank you both so much for your time. Yeah, thank you for having us. Thank you. Absolutely. Uh, we have every show start off by having our artists introduce themselves and telling us a little bit about what they do. So the floor is yours. Sure. Um, so like you said, we're the Laughing Chimes. And when did we start doing this, Quinn? Like back in like early 2020, I think it was. Like we started started back um, doing stuff just in our uh, building that was in the back of our yard. Uh, it's like this dilapidated like shed area. So we were just recording in there um and working on a few songs real just kind of like low-key casual thing and then we were like well this would be fun to actually like make a project out of it so uh we recorded a little demo of sorts as like a little single did we do what song was it we did patrick guy i yeah. think a song called patrick guy yeah, yeah um so we did this song and put it on Bandcamp, and uh some people liked it so we just decided to keep going with it and see what happened um a couple name changes yeah a couple of name changes we were we thought about a few names for the project we wanted to just be the chimes but i'm there's probably like five other bands with that name or something <laughs> like that so <laughs> but um it was uh chimes and then some random person i asked i was like out of these four names what would be a good name for us and they chose the laughing chimes so some some random person that I don't even really talk to anymore kind of decided our name for us. So <laughs> it's kind of an interesting uh, piece of information there. Very but um, yeah, after that, we just kind of worked on recording an album at home, um, had 11 songs, um, and we called it In This Town, put it out on streaming services like Spotify, Apple Music, um, Bandcamp again, of course. And we didn't really think anything was going to happen with it. And then this like label from Spain was like, hey, we like your music. Can we put it out on vinyl? And we were like, uh, <laughs> I was I, I think I ignored the email for like five days because I was like, this has got to be like some like. <laughs> right. Yeah. Some Spanish label record company is like, hey, we're going to press your record. That kind of does have a little bit right. of spam email vibe to it. Exactly. <laughs> but yeah, then I looked them up finally and I was like, I was like, oh, wow, they're actually like this is a real thing. So I was like, uh sure let's talk more about this so yeah we talked it out and then uh they ended up pressing it on vinyl and uh got some i don't it was like one of those things where we we didn't give them any of the rights to our music um so it was kind of just like a weird like free promotion thing for us essentially like they sent us some records that we sold um and then they just like sold a bunch of them and like sent some to like radio stations and stuff like that so it was just like a nice like uh i don't know informal kind of like thing we did with them but yeah, it was cool. That's very cool. I mean, that's some, I mean, especially it being uh, across the globe too. I mean, nice little hookup there. Uh, you can't argue too much with, with that. I'm curious too. Wanted to ask if, uh, you know, Evan, especially we've talked before about your solo stuff and now you're doing a project with your brother and I'm sure 2020 pandemic was uh, some stuff that was involved. Tell me a little bit about, uh, you know, going into switching from solo stuff into doing a group stuff and then the added layer of making it a family affair. Uh, yeah, sure. Um, so 
I think last time that I was on here, it was after I did uh, my first solo album. Um, and that I had, I had a lot of fun making that. Um, but it's also one of those things where sometimes having uh, complete creative control isn't the healthiest thing mm -hmm. for uh, me sometimes. Because mm -hmm. <laughs> I get like worked up on what I'm doing. Like, oh, this this is not how I want it to sound or this has to be perfect. Um, sometimes it's not that way, but other times it is. And it takes me a really long time to finish anything. Um, so I think working with someone else helps because they can be like, uh, no, this is actually good. Or uh, they can tell me if something's not working that we need to change. Um, I don't know. Do you feel that way, Quinn? Like, I feel like with your drums, you've like definitely like added that. I do feel like, um, with like other people in a band you can rely on other people to do other parts that like you would otherwise have to do in a solo artist uh scenario it's yeah oh go ahead oh no no, no sorry wait so you go what were you just gonna say <laughs> oh i was just gonna say it's I, I i hear that a lot and i think it's something that's kind of an important thing to like realize where you obviously have ideas. You have music you want to do. You want to perform your stuff, but it is so much uh -huh. that you have, you know, and there's a lot of pressure. And then you're putting all that pressure on yourself. And really, at the end of the day, opening it up to that collaboration just means you're opening it up to so many ideas that odds are you wouldn't have considered. Yeah, I I feel that way a lot, um, especially when I work with anyone else. Like a lot of the times, like I'm someone pitches an idea to me and I'm like thinking, oh, I would have never, ever done that but mm. i love it i love the idea even though i would have never done it myself um so yeah sometimes like ideas that you like if you came up with them you would hate because you came up with them they have to be like pitched by someone else for you to like them i don't it's like a weird psychology to it but um yeah i, I think it's nice to for us to be able to work together too um being brothers just because it can be like i can like walk in my room and i'll be like Hey Quinn, do you want to practice music? And then it's like it's right there, and we're just like ready to practice music or something like that. Very so, convenient. Yeah, it is definitely a thing of convenience. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I I'm sure it's a, a blessing and a curse sometimes. I would imagine, but oh, yeah, uh, for sure. More from the Laughing Chimes next here on Groovy Soup. Groovy Soup on Power 105. This is Groovy Soup on Power 105. Welcome back into Groovy Soup. We got one more track for you today here from the Laughing Chimes. This one's called Laurel Heights Court. Shine, you can't 
That was Laurel Heights Court by the Laughing Chimes, and we got lots more in our interview right now. We're talking to the Laughing Chimes, and uh, if the name sounds familiar, you probably just saw them at the stage rocking out for some uh, Battle of the Bands action. Uh, I'm curious. I love the idea of Battle of the Bands. It's something that seems so like one of those things you see in movies and it actually happens in real life. Tell me about participating in this event and just rocking out at the union in general and just playing live for folks. Uh, yeah. Um, so this was the kind of first time we've done like a, like a competition like this sort of, I don't really think we've done anything like this before, but, um, personally have done another competition like this. I, yeah, I guess I did, but yeah, not as like, yeah, not together. We haven't, but, yeah um it was it's it's always kind of weird going into it because you're not sure how everyone else is gonna react because like like it's a competition but at the same time it's like everyone not at the same time it's just kind of just a big show right like i mean obviously you want to win but you also it's a it's kind of just like you're also just trying to put on a good show yeah exactly and it's definitely like i feel like it's a very um community building thing like i think the nice thing about battle of the bands is that when the when people hear um oh battle of the bands they're like oh well let's go and see our favorite band and then of course there's all these other bands playing so then they get exposed to numerous other bands in the process so i think it's like a nice way to like draw out members of the community who might not go out to shows normally maybe or go out to see other bands normally um so i think it can be a nice like promotional thing for other bands too um and we when we played like everyone's super nice everyone's like talking to each other yeah so there's definitely like obviously there's no hard feelings between anyone of course which is like an awesome thing very friendly environment yeah everyone can just like talk and like have a good time and stuff like that so yeah i i love when the bill is full of bands i mean and, and bands from the areas bands from around it's always cool to bring people in of course but Athens always has stuff going on and it's really cool that bands get highlighted. The venue bides into it. ACRN's getting really involved. It's, it's an example of how strong uh, music is in Athens and uh, something I've noticed. I mean, just post pandemic, it seems the, the, the post pandemic music rebound is uh, it's kind of made it an even stronger scene. It seems like something yeah. that uh, it seems kind of hard to say, honestly. Yeah. I, I felt that too. It's like uh I don't know. It just seems like there's like way more shows happening now. Like bands are playing a lot more often. Like I know some bands who are like, or not in Athens specifically, but um, just from what I've seen, other bands that are coming back after the pandemic, um, they're just doing like tour after tour after tour. Like there's this, there's this one band I follow who was just touring the United States and then they were touring in England and then Europe. And then they're literally coming back through and doing a tour of the United States again already. <laughs> um, so I think it's like people are just like, they were itching to get out and now like people can actually get out and like enjoy live music again. So they probably also want to get out and get the opportunity to do it again, just in case something else happens. Right. <laughs> that's, that's Take point. advantage of it. You know, who know? you know, that's part of it too. I mean, especially with it being such a, a such a hard time for artists at, at then, but um, so we, we kind of got future. So what's next for the laughing chimes? Uh, what, what are, what can fans uh, expect here uh, going forward? um well what do you do you want to talk about our new ep at all quinn i can talk about it too but you want to talk about it a little bit exact dates i haven't looked um it's it's in november um it's whoa uh november 18th i think um 
so we have a new EP coming out and um, we recorded it at Stewart's a little bit. We recorded it at Hawking. Um, it was done in a lot of places, um, but we're working with a label in California to put that out uh, called Slumberland. Um, so we're getting that on cassettes, which we're uh, super excited about. Um, and actually it has, so um, even though we did like this collaboration thing for the first album where Quinn's like bringing like germ ideas to me, like the lyrics were for the most part all written by me and stuff like that. So for this um, EP, there's actually a song on there uh, that Quinn wrote. Do you, do you want to talk a little bit about that? Like what, I mean, what that was like, I'm no composer or anything, but I mean, I'm pretty happy with what I put together and I, I mean, I didn't write all of it. Evan did help with like putting it together a little bit nicer. I, I it's, it's, you guys have already put together, uh, I mean, you said 11 songs, right. That you already had off the bat and now already this and another EP. I mean, you guys, it, it something seems, is it just that you really enjoy this style of music? There's something about this kind of, uh, cause I was reading some of the stuff you had in your band camp and I was listening and you definitely nailed the kind of, uh, 80s vibe that's mentioned in, in the band camp. It, it's, it just seems pretty impressive to have a, you know, this wide catalog already in just a handful of years. Um, yeah, I think part of that is, I just have the most fun when I'm writing songs, I guess. Like it's one of those things where I sit down and I'm like, if I'm not doing anything, then I think I feel like I might as well be writing a song. So it's I almost can't stop myself from writing sometimes. It's <laughs> it's it's kind of a it's a blessing and a curse at some points um, because I should be doing other things and I'm writing songs instead. But um, with this, uh, we also we've been playing live shows recently more. So um, we have our cousin playing bass. Um, and he was actually helping compose some stuff. And actually one of the songs we played at Battle of the Bands was a song that he wrote. Um, in like the first two days of him playing with us, he was already hyped about writing a song, which is super cool. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we, it's, and then, so yeah, like I'm writing songs and then he seems interested in writing songs. Um, and I've got Quinn working on some more songs too. So I guess it's just a combination of us all really like enjoying the music that we play and stuff like that and like just having a fun time with it. And um, yeah, I think that's sums it up pretty good. <laughs> and being kind of, I mean, everyone's writing songs. It's kind of, you know, it's kind of nice that in your catalog, it's like, I, I really like it when obviously there's nothing when people have their, their roles, they play their roles and that's what they do in the band. But it's always cool when it's like, Oh, that's a, you know, that's a Quinn song. That's an Evan song type of thing. I think that's a, a nice little wrinkle and something you can add in. And when you're talking about and, and performing the music here, the laughing chimes, new EP coming out in November, but uh, you can check them out on Bandcamp right now. Uh, Laurel Heights court, the single mix in this town, uh, the EP on there as well. We'll uh, wrap things up with a couple of questions here. I mentioned the band camp, but where else can people go to stay up to date with all things Laughing Chimes so they know when the new tunes are dropping and the next live show's happening? Um, so best place for that is probably our Instagram. That's what we're active on the most. Um, and that would be um, the underscore laughing underscore chimes uh, with a Z. Um so we don't normally spell our name with a Z. It's with an S. It's just normal. But um, 
for some reason, Instagram won't let us spell it with an S. Uh, <laughs> and that is why if you look at our band name on Instagram, um, it is chimes is misspelled with a Y. So it's misspelled two times on there because <laughs> I don't know what it is with Instagram, but they do not like it when we put the word chimes in our band name. Uh, Interesting. So, but yeah, but that's where you, that's where you can find us uh, and stay up to date on that. Um, we have a Twitter too. Um, that one is not weird because uh, <laughs> I guess Twitter allows chimes as a thing. So you can just find us as um, at laughing chimes uh, on Twitter. Um, and generally I try to post stuff on there. Um, but Instagram is definitely the best place to go. Wonderful. Wonderful. My final question for you now is the name of the show is groovy soup. I ask you both, what is your favorite type of soup? Ooh, um, so that's a tough one. Um, okay. Probably for me, it would have to be either like split pea soup or maybe potato soup. Although I have been enjoying like some really good tomato soup recently. Um, so yeah, maybe just like a really good, like nice tomato soup with like grilled cheese or something like that. A classic, but a good one, a classic, but a good one. Um, I really like the chicken noodle soup. Yep. See, that would be my favorite. That's what I always say too. I, I, I love a good old fashioned chicken noodle soup. If done right. It's one of the best. The Laughing Chimes. You can check them out on Bandcamp. You just saw them at the Union. They got a new tunes coming your way uh, in November, which is real, real soon. Uh, thank you both so much for your time. Yeah, thank you for having us. Thank you. That's going to do it for this episode of Groovy Soup. Big time thanks to the Laughing Chimes and Lavandula for joining the show tonight. Be sure to join the bands on their social media pages, follow on their band camps and stream it all there. And uh, folks, you can find us free and streaming on your favorite streaming service. That's where all the episodes of Groovy Soup live. And if you want to get your music on the air, well, it's simple. All you got to do is reach out to us here at Power105 or me directly, pholden at wxdq.com or Paul F. Holden on Instagram. And we'd love to get your music on the radio. Uh, folks, yeah, go check out the bands. Go support them on their social media pages. And until next time, I'm Paul Holden signing off. Peace.